entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Jeff, Jeff, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, you're late. Jeff, sit in your chair. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is the French Press Podcast. This is episode 324. And it's Tuesday, May 12th, 2020. Today we are Jeffless. That's not totally true. Just for a few minutes. We're Jeffless for a few minutes. Yeah. A few minutes without... You know what they say, Ruben? A few minutes without Jeff feels like... A few minutes. I didn't know that was a saying. I, I made it a saying. Wow. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about uh, a way for you to get a free book. Ooh. We have a giveaway to announce. I love free stuff. Mm. Um, we we've got to recap some things that happened during quarantine. Yeah. Namely, your sister, sister Katie got my married. My sister happened. Oh, my sister. Yes. She had her wedding during quarantine, mm-hmm. and you were obviously involved because you're uh, the brother. Right. So we'll talk about that, and we're going to talk about some incredible gift that we received in the mail, in our P.O. box. P.O. box, number. Did it fit in the P.O. box? No. It was such a large gift that they had to hold it outside of the P.O. box. Oh, my. And uh, I'll get to that, but we are no longer Jeffless. Jeff has joined the room. Welcome, Jeff. Sorry, guys. I told you, it just feels like a few minutes. I have coffee. This is the coffee that actually came in the P.O. box that I was talking about. Oh. So we can save it for next week if you want we'll to. save it for next week because this is less fresh. All right. But we do need to talk about what else was received in the P.O. box. And we do have a video that will be posted onto our Instagram. So you can watch the video. Um, what else was included in the P.O. box was some barbecue sauce. And it's called Awesome, awesome sauce. sauce. And we got to give our thoughts on the video, but we'll share it here as well. It tasted like a spicy... Thousand Island. Yeah. And it was good, but I wouldn't call it awesome. I think it was pretty awesome, in my opinion. It had it had uh, some resemblance to honey mustard, which maybe not in your opinion, but in my opinion, it I think it tasted like some like honey mustard. And uh, sorry, I'm just watching Jeff pour grounds into the French press and I just wasn't sure if he was being meticulous or not but I see that he was pouring it out onto the scales so it's 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 all good folks it's it's consistent I have verified we're we're being careful to not uh to to, to not uh break the tradition of how we do our French a, press a precise French pressery yes a precision uh yeah, the awesome sauce. It was yeah. I would describe it as a spicy honey mustard, and for with I, I chicken wouldn't. tenders, it was great. I wouldn't. I would describe it exactly as Ruben described it as spicy Thousand Island, because there's already spicy honey mustard. Well, where you just buy it. it's honey Dijon mustard. It's spicy honey mustard. It's a thing. I didn't taste mustard in this awesome sauce. To me, sauce. it tasted like exactly as if you would take Thousand Island. Remove the chunks from it because it was pretty smooth, but the same flavor. So remove the blue cheese chunks, add a little bit of mayo, and then some sriracha. Mm. 
or well, something. Or you know something how Ruben like feels about mayo and sriracha. I, I need to make that for you guys. Well, Lane's obviously already had it. Yeah. But there's this homemade sauce that will blow your mind. That's mayo and sriracha. Yeah. Did it taste and with with a? Now, would you agree with my verdict? With one other seasoning. What, do you agree with I'm my not, verdict? Oh, what? That it tastes like, like Thousand Island mixed with mayo and sriracha. Okay. Well, I'll be honest. I've actually never had just mayo and sriracha. I've had mayo, sriracha, and cumin. Oh, okay. And that is delicious. I I've, I only do the mayo and sriracha. Okay. I do I do uh if you want a little two thirds two thirds mayo and one third sriracha. Hold it. It's That's good. a lot of sriracha. Oh, it's good. Is it a little dry? No. Okay. It's you just well you just add more sauce if it gets dry. More mayo. Well, no well, sauce. The sriracha is powder. Oh no no no. I do like sriracha the like the liquid form. Oh, okay. I have, I have the the dry the dry form. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you have dry sriracha. <clears throat> Interesting. I believe so. Yeah. You sure not thinking of pepperoni? No, there was such a thing. No. I've never seen I've never seen sriracha powder. I... Does it have the little Chinese letters all over it? No. You're talking about soy sauce. It's not soy sauce. No, no, no. Soy no. sauce is liquid, but that's not what I use. Well, no, don't no, you no, have no. the soy sauce uh powder? Right next to your sriracha powder. <laughs> anyway, um, sriracha sauce has Chinese letters on it. It does. The bottle. The, well, if you buy it in liquid form, no. yes, it does. Like that, right? Yeah, that's exactly. Well, what I... see, no, no, mine is not like that. It has a green lid, though. Oh, <laughs> it has okay. a green cap. Anyway, this this powder. awesome sauce pales in comparison to sriracha and and mayo and cumin, but. It was still good. Yeah. If I would have to... It would work great as a salad dressing. Mm. See... Spice and salad don't mix. Mm. Not in my mind. I'm, if I'm it a, were like a, more of a taco-y salad. You mean like taco salad? I'm okay... Actually, it would be great in taco salad. I'm okay with the meat being it's spicy. It's already wet, though. But I don't I don't want my dressing to be spicy. Like If, if I would have grilled chicken salad, it's okay if it's like the chicken is peppery. Yeah. But I don't want the, the sauce. I want it to be ranch. Uh, I, I agree with cheese. Ruben. Doesn't taco – taco salad has Thousand Island as the dressing. I don't like taco salad. It messes up my gut. I don't just... like it not because of my gut but just because of my buds, my ear, my taste buds. <laughs> you get your buds jacked. Where do you guys get off? I love <laughs> taco salad. Really? I, here's Here's <clears throat> the problem. I don't like ground meat. Like ground beef. I don't like ground beef. I like, a, I like in hamburger. Your, in your salad. Anywhere. I like hamburger, but I don't like ground beef, whether it is in a burrito or whether it's in taco salad. No. It just doesn't what about do a haystack? I don't like it. You don't like haystacks? No. You don't like the texture of it? Oh. The flavor of it? The or? flavor. I feel like the flavor has been robbed. Like it, over, It's usually overpowered with spices in those types of situations. The reason I don't like taco salad is because taco seasoning. I do not like taco seasoning in anything. It's just it overpowers everything, and it just creates some kind of reaction in my stomach that just gets all bloated. It just and it's just there's like a Mexican fiesta going on in my stomach, and my stomach's trying to sleep. And, and it can't sleep. Jeff, you know all about this. You all know all about the this, noisiness. This sounds like uh, what I experience every time I drink Minime lemonade. 
out of the out of a fountain. Minute Maid lemonade, okay. Did you go to uh, Arby's and get the Minute Maid Minute Maid lemonade, especially the light stuff? How can you say that five times really fast? <gasps> Minute Maid no. lemonade, lemonade, lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> it will, it will, yeah. It that that stuff messes me up. Hmm. I have gas right. like crazy. All right, well, let's keep on going. It looks like we got it edible today as well. Yep, we do. Um, watch the full video. Coming back to the awesome sauce. Watch the full video. You'll see us try it on some uh, chicken tenders and our instant reaction, as well as a letter that was included with our, our our gift. And it was incredible letter. In fact, the reason that we got the gift was because of a, an episode where we talked about words or phrases that should be eliminated. And awesome sauce was one of those phrases. That was mine. Pretty sure that was mine, but... Really? So you also didn't like the phrase awesome sauce? No, no, I definitely didn't like it, no. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't I, either. I don't remember who who brought it up. It was me. The I only think it awesome was sauce me, that I like... No, ah! no, it was me, because I specifically remember coming back from SMBI, there was a there was a term that I went to SMBI, and there was a ton of at least, at least the guys who constantly used the term awesome sauce as like an exclamation of joy. It was like, like it was hallelujah like, or like a, a Jewish mazel tov. Like Ugh, awesome sauce. No. No. That's not a thing. I can't even think when is it appropriate to say awesome sauce? Only when you want someone to pass the barbecue sauce. Exactly. That's called awesome sauce? Yes. Yeah. Please pass the awesome sauce yeah. or awesome sauce. Please. It's Actually, just like you know saying, pass love... the ketchup. You don't yell, ketchup! Right! Unless you're rude. You might do it if you're rude. <laughs> what would be really fun is if someone would say in celebration, awesome sauce, and then you would have a bottle of it, and you'd squirt it into their face. <laughs> and then you'd tell them, you asked for it. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you wanted some awesome sauce. I like sauce. that. That's a good, that's good. That's uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's move on. Layton... How does one host or have a wedding during quarantine? Here's how. You simply cancel. Actually, your venues get canceled. So then you have to have it at your house or a friend's house or your parent's house or your brother's house. You need to have it at some kind of like private venue. Uh, and then you just kind of make do with a whole lot less people. Were you worried that you were going to have neighbors call in the popo. I was. At where? At, at, How at, many when, people when, did when it was you hosted, have? When it was at your house during the... Um, you hosted at your house the Friday evening reception. No, rehearsal. Rehearsal. Rehearsal yes. supper. That's right. And then the wedding was at your parents' house in the backyard. Yeah, in their casa. Wh- which, where were you worried that you might have a neighbor call in the police? I was just afraid that... People would see, especially in the little village of Locke, there's a lot of people around. Like, there's a lot of neighbors observing each other. Some people call it Little New York. Is is Locke... <laughs> uh, is Locke the type of neighborhood that has uh, friendly, helpful neighbors or nosy, gossipy neighbors? There is no such thing as the the first type of neighbor. Well, wait, wait, what neighbor it, was that? The, my, what, neighbor, was th- my neighborhood has friendly, helpful neighbors. Friendly, helpful neighbors, but they're mostly Mexicans. There's hmm. where does Brad 
church um, church fellow church member Brad fit uh, in? Fellow church member Brad falls into the uh, never is home category, so oh. we don't even know. So not that helpful. <laughs> yeah, okay. not that friendly, but not that nosy either. <laughs> he keeps his nose in his own business. Uh, Makes sense. No, I mean, there, there, there's why there's a saying, you know, good, tall fences, good neighbors, or whatever the saying mm-hmm. is. We have no fences, and we have great neighbors. <laughs> well, Jeff, how <laughs> Actually, do you do it? No, we do have a fence. No that just separates our backyard from the from the main road. Okay. Oh, okay. How do you go about cultivating good neighbors? Hmm. Talk to them. Not too much. But, but <laughs> I don't think that good neighbors are cultivated. I think good neighbors just they're you either go good them. or they're not. Yeah. Like the one there's a there's a Mexican guy that lives about a block from us and he's awesome. He goes he mows everybody's yard for him and trims trees and wow. and helps out older people and he's just he's just, you know, if you need him he's there for you kind of guy. He's just a nice guy. Yeah, just a nice guy. And then and then my other neighbor uh is also Mexican. He and and their family's really nice. They're friendly. We went over to their house and they invite us in. And we talked to him for a while and you know just mm-hmm. yeah. We have good neighbors. Yeah. But 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 I feel like Sarasota is the kind of neighborhood that would be the gossipy neighborhood. Like, yeah, you know them, and you can go over and talk to them anytime you want, and they're friendly. But they'll also like, ah, oh, uh, for those of you who don't know Dutch, he said, I could really use a mocha latte right now. <laughs> that seems weird that a neighbor would say that, Jeff. Especially when they're wanting to gossip. Yeah. <laughs> no, but just like, just like, did you see what uh, Rosemary was doing in her flower bed? <laughs> planting flowers? Thank yeah, you. she planted flowers, and she just planted them wrong. Oh, <laughs> she put in one of those pink flamingos. Yeah, I hate those things. It's drawing way too much attention to I would go house. over and trash it, but I'm too uh, Mennonite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do agree with you, and uh, we, have, I, we have good neighbors, too. I, I was mostly... No, I there, there's, there's a... There's an in between there too, I think. I like my privacy and to be able to get away, and and I feel like I can. But Layton, you didn't answer Jeff's question of oh, what kind of neighbors are here? Yeah, it's a mixture of both. You know, you can't down the road. I heard there's the, the neighbor with the pool. Oh my word, he's the worst. He is the worst. Oh, he he sticks his notice in everybody's business. One time. He broke into your parents' house and jumped on the podcast, uninvited. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not doing that what right now. What a guy. And for those of you who don't know, that would be Layton's boss, Darren. Yeah. He is so rude that he actually, while the like celebrating, the wedding celebrating was going on, he just recklessly drove his motorcycle down the road and revved it on purposely loud. The audacity. He just sticks his nose into everybody's business. Tell us more about that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, truth be told, after the wedding was over, Katie's wedding was over, um, there was a parade that my Uncle Kevin arranged. And he just got a wide variety of people to participate in this parade. And they drove past the house. And it just so happens that Boss Darren was on his motorcycle and was a part of the parade. So he was celebrating with us. 
That would be kind of interesting. The parade? Come up, come up with your own parade. Oh, yeah, it was you do it, interesting. Jeff. I have a story after I pour this coffee. All right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, as far as weddings go, yeah, I wasn't at the wedding except for being in the parade. And you really enjoyed and it. And I really enjoyed it. Um, it was, And it was also fun. It was fun to be part of it. And I felt like in the parade, we were at the center of attention for a little bit. Oh, totally. And so most weddings that you go to, unless you're getting married or in the bridal party or, or marrying the couple. <clears throat> is that me or is that you, Layton? The timing. Uh, that's you. Wow. Uh, most of the time, even though you're there for the entire wedding, which might be two or three hours, you never are at the center of attention. But when you're in a parade, even though the moment is brief, you are at the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And you're only there for half an hour, 15 minutes. Unless you're in the Napa Apple Festival parade. What do you know about that, Jeff? Oh, yeah. There's a story on previous episodes. I almost died. So I'll go back and listen to it. Was that uh, from when heat you, stroke? You, yeah. you dressed up like a dinosaur? Yeah. And rode yeah, around a little. Lit. Uh, I wish I'd know what episode motorbike. number that was, but yeah. you can try searching for it. Uh, Michael, we need you. Um, <laughs> all right. Was there any, we didn't get any feedback yet um, for today's episode. We had the well, feedback oh, that I, was on I the, have, in the letter on the oh, thing. Oh, that's, that's but, true. I have verbal <laughs> feedback. Okay. That you actually remember? I know it's crazy, wow. but I just heard it today, so that's why I was able to remember. Uh, okay, that helps. Uh, cue Mitch screaming at his phone. Um, we, uh, uh, we, we, I introduced uh, a coworker of, of, of all of ours, actually, and um, sh- should I say his name on the podcast, or should, should I just keep it private? Should I keep him anonymous? He needs his first name. All right. Uh, uh, Sally. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wade. Uh, Coworker Wade. Coworker Wade, I introduced to the podcast, yes. and he thinks it is hilarious. Oh yeah! So, and I'm, we're gonna have him on. Actually, I talked to him, and we're actually gonna have him as a guest at some point in the future. I tried to get him on for this week, but he had a previous engagement. I tried to get him on for next week, and he keeps on like not committing. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, ah, yeah, I, I'll see if oh, I can. We, we need to convince him that it'd be. I mean, he only has to be here for. 20 minutes he has some great stories he's a pilot and he has some great stories i i believe it i know i know i, th- I think it'd be great too but, anyways you know. i had a story maybe i shared this already i don't think i did but maybe i did did i share the story of the of the protest slash parade that went past my house no i saw it on snapchat but ruben doesn't have that so you can describe it to him yeah so and it was very, uh, very interesting. And Jeff, I'm really, really glad. It was super interesting. I'm really, really glad that I got to, like, get informed of it right when it happened. It made me – it just made it so much more, you know, relevant yeah. that I was notified of it right when it was happening. Right when it was And I was able really? to view the videos that you sent right away, and I don't have to hear about it way in post, you know, That's way right. after it happened. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> see, now, when did that happen? Uh, it was on – it was in May. It was last month. Oh like, wow! I don't know. So I was so busy. I was so busy in May. Wait, I had so much going on. This is May. Oh, it happened back in April. It happened a few weeks ago. Yeah. And, so go ahead and, and tell Ruben about what happened. Was over so at my ago. house, and we were we were Jeff, doing something. Tell us. Tell us in a. Uh... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but 
And anyways, it, it's we were in the kitchen working on something, and this is what we heard. Oh wait, 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 wait. This right, is not what I wanted I'll, to say. <laughs> it, it started. It started too late. Anyways, so we hear this. We hear. We hear people driving past our house, and we've had a couple times in the past where somebody's come to our house, like during quarantine, and wanted to get our attention and wanted to give us something, and so they just lay on their horn in the driveway. What? People that you know, or yeah. Whoa, oh, wait, is this okay. guy named Kyle Miller? No, no, not your brother Kyle. No. Okay. No, because that sounds but, like something uh, Kyle like. Coworker Kyle would do church co church members Sarah and Belinda did it once and uh, coworker Spencer also did it once. Okay, that's definitely something Spencer would do. Yeah, that's yeah. his mo. So, anyways, so I was like, you know, and, and you know, living in the city, you hear cars honking. <clears throat> so we we're just like, we we're just doing our thing, you know, noise outside, whatever. And all of a sudden, we were like, man, there is just a ton of honking going outside. Either there's a traffic jam. Or an accident, or something, and or, a shooting, or somebody's trying or to get a, our attention, and so high ch- high speed chase, yeah, something I don't know. And we go out there, and there's a whole string of cars going past, driving really slow, and all of them are just honking their horns, just laying on their horns. What are and the people doing on the inside? They are just like they're waving honking. at us. They're all friendly and everything. There's a whole string of cars, and their windows are all soaped up, and they have signs hanging on the outside of their cars. And what it was. We thought it was a protest at the time, um, and all the signs were written in Spanish. <clears throat> what we thought say? it was a protest. Said something to the effect of um, "health care for all, everyone has a right to health care." Please, something um, interesting, please. Anyways, that's the only things that I could like readily recognize. Libre. <laughs> but what it was is actually a, it was a parade of cars, and there was probably. 100 cars in this parade. Like, it was pretty decent. I saw Going the video. Right, right it down was street. really, really, really long. And, was and it that, longer than that the parade? Was the, that was like the last half Katie's of Katie's wedding? Yes, definitely. What? We had like 30 cars. No, it was longer. <clears throat> wow. It was It was. Really I saw long. it all on Snapchat, Ruben. I saw everything on Snapchat. Yeah. And it was very, very interesting. <laughs> I don't like to live through other people's camera and lens. I like to live, live my own life. <laughs> <laughs> Vicarious living has died. So Anyways, what, what was the so the, the cause? They it were was parading. they were um they were celebrating essential immigrant workers <clears throat> that were in the states legally, mm. uh but weren't but be, and they were part of an essential business, but because of being uh, immigrants, were not considered eligible for any kind of health care, and they were affected by the coronavirus. So it was kind of political, but. It wasn't. It wasn't violent. It wasn't anything like that. It was just. It was very peaceful. The people were very friendly. We went on their porch and they saw us bidding them. They were all waving at us, and, and so it was like a, it was a happy thing. It was more of a. Hey, it was a happy protest. Let's say thanks to all the people who worked for us while we're shut up in our houses. Yeah. Type of thing. <clears throat> but so, only the illegals are to be celebrated. Is that right? No, they were actually. They were not celebrating illegals. They oh, were cel- just immigrants. They were, they were celebrating legal. Immigrants who were here on a work visa. Oh, so okay, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was a good thing. It was a good it was a good cause. Um, and then there was an article about it the next day in the newspapers. Yeah, and we see a car every now and then driving past that has still has still, still has soaked up with her soap. Uh, well, I saw balloons <clears throat> tied to my car from Lane's I, I saw you have little strings. Yeah, you have strings attached. Yeah. Anyways, guys, let's try out this coffee. 
I already did. I Jeff, haven't yet. I've I been I've been sipping it. it. It's uh, pretty pretty well, dark. It is murky. Well, it does come pre ground, so it's not fresh grinded. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I'm sorry. It's bold. I want it I want to like it, but I just I can't. Man. There one of the negative factors about it is that it was pre ground and very finely ground. I, it's it's hard to measure that out. Plus actual coffee grinds get into the brew. Yeah. And and it just makes it stronger. Like there's there's grinds all over in my cup. Um It's a little bit bitter. It's not super bitter, but it's a little bitter. Yeah, but it's it is just way too strong for me. Um but let's where's the air table? I'm sorry. I'm not going to give it Oh, uh, okay. It's it's getting worse. Yeah. It's not Das Bog. I don't. I'm not so sure. It it, it is it's not, not Das Bog. It's not good. It is not. No. <laughs> uh, tell me how you really feel, Ruben. <clears throat> Man, it's taking forever for Airtable to come up. All As right. per usual, got our slow internet. Yep. Man, it's it must be your phone. I'm. It is snappy here on on desktop. It's not. It's not a French press episode if you if you have fast internet. That's right. The Airtable app is I think it does a very poor job at utilizing the internet that you do have. All right, I am giving it there. My my vote is in. 2 stars. It's just it's way too I, strong. The flavors yeah. it's just not Even great. Even if it were brewed right, I don't it would just yeah, just not not my type. It, it tastes like espresso, but it's supposed to be a French press. Right. That's how, that's how strong it is. Exactly. <clears throat> Hold it. What in the world kind of link is this? What kind of link do you have? This. Oh. Wow. Okay. Anyways. <clears throat> Did you give your voting or your rating? I'm giving it a two. It's okay. not a one. It's not down there. It's not yeah. down there with uh, the with the Starbucks Costa Rican. That was worse. That was worse. Uh, but it's <clears throat> not. I wouldn't buy it. No. And what is the coffee, Jeff? You, you didn't say. <clears throat> this is a uh, Blackbeard's Delight by a Black Rifle Coffee Company. Uh, this is a dark roast. I can I can taste that. <laughs> um, it is true to the name. Blackbeard's Delight. Yeah. So this is a uh, – the cool thing about this company is it's veteran-owned. Um, so which it, I think – I don't know if their agenda is actually like, hey, we're helping veterans or it's just veteran-owned. So it's not very clear. Usually if something like, goes to a good cause, then it's like, hey, we're doing this for a good cause. Yeah. But it doesn't really say that here. Oh, hang on, hang on. A portion of our profits go to veteran, law enforcement, fire, and first responder causes. So, yeah, cool. You're supporting something when you when you get the coffee. And mm-hmm. do you guys look to buy products that support a cause, or do no. you uh, do you tend to avoid those brands, or do you not think about them at all? I notice I think them, about them a little bit, and and there's instantly um, a sense of that product drops about a star. In my 
eyes. Because you think because the quality isn't as good? I think the quality is probably not going to be as good if it's if it's for a cause. I have the same sentiment. But I'm willing to try it. But ultimately, I choose my product on based on... How good it is. Either quality or price point, mm-hmm. one or the other. So I'm willing to buy the $1 tool organizers at Harbor Freight. And because they're cheap, even because though they're, they're not, cheap, they're not. What's the, great. What's the they're alternative? Uh, the 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 twelve dollar tool organizers at Lowe's. And do those support a good cause? No. Oh, okay. So. Hmm. All right. Well, now we know what Jeff thinks. <laughs> Another thing well, about it, supporting it, causes is, unless it's like a local, like a fundraiser type of thing. Those things can tend to be overpriced. Even fundraisers can, but at least you know it's going for something local yeah, and you're willing to support it. Care about. And they usually have good product. Do um, you guys support the uh, fundraisers here in uh, Napanee? Which one? Which the 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 fish fries? I mm. I would have, but I I was had plans. I couldn't make it. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go to the Walkie Fish <clears throat> Fry, but I didn't. There was a one in Milwaukee. Yeah. But hold on, I've got a thought. Oh. Back to to support Jeff's opinion about when you when you buy a product from a company that one of their main selling their, their main like uh, missions is to support this cause is Tom's shoes. Tom's gives away I think a pair of shoes for every shoe you buy. At least they used to, that used to be their motto. <clears throat> I ended up buying a pair of Tom's shoes, and the quality was bad. They wore out within probably three to four months. And these shoes I have here are Echo shoes or Eco shoes. Yeah. I've had them now for probably a year and a half. That's really long for you. I know. You wear through shoes. And I wear them till they're shot. Yeah. And I wore those yeah. Toms until they were shot. I don't understand how you, you specifically can go through so many pairs of shoes. What are you talking about? Because how do you know I go through shoes besides that one pair of Toms? I have seen you just wear through shoes. When? I... I know you, Ruben. I know you. You're my cousin. You're my co-host. You're my supervisor at work. I know you. All right, so am, am I wrong? Am I wrong that you just tear through shoes? I don't think I tear through shoes, but I do wear them until they are shot. Like, I'm starting How to... How long does an average pair of shoes last you? Before this, probably about nine months. N- nine to 12 months, I would say. Depends on the shoe quality for me. And I'm talking about every, can, everyday, everyday shoes. Like yeah. Not, 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 I've worn shoes for two years already before. I mean, they look pretty ratty by the end, but they're and they're not even like all the way shot. I'm just like either the insoles have given out or I'm just tired of them and they look ratty and I want something different. Yeah. Um, two well, years is average for me. Really? Yeah. At least. Well, these shoes here, I, I will be getting Echo shoes again, ECCO. They're, they're actually, I think, an English brand. You mean mm-hmm. British? Yeah. Oh. Same thing. Sounds making sure. But, oh, versus, you mean like not Amish English? Right. Uh, no, uh, British. Zellison horseshoes. But these shoes are awesome. They've, they're have they comfy and they just last. It's just, I'm amazed that you like tear through shoes like you do. Because, like, you're... What did you do before you worked at PWI? I worked uh, for myself doing mm-hmm. web development and some IT work. How much walking was involved? Don't you know he had a treadmill-powered PC? 
I had a stand-up desk, Clayton. Okay. All right. Fair enough. For about a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very little. <clears throat> You're right. Like I don't. My job is not walking around. That's why it blows my mind that you would tear through so much, so many shoes. Because like your 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 job doesn't really. I don't know. Lend to a lot of walking. Yeah. Uh, two comments. Yes. One, the edible. I forgot to mention this coffee is uh, donated to us by my mom. Um, so thanks, mom. And she also, along with this coffee, donated an edible that is related to the coffee. Wow. Really? In that, this edible is really good. It is really good. In that, this is chocolate coffee candy. Mm-hmm. Similar to what we had um, donated to us by Uncle Ben's um, back in January, I think we tested that. Um, so she learned how to. She liked that stuff, so she learned how to make it. It's good. She put the Black Rifle coffee in the chocolate. Wow! And it's actually she put the grinds in the chocolate, um, and it's really good. The chocolate, it is excellent. Mm. Mm. It's got a really good balance of chocolate and coffee. Um, coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally this is definitely a great use for this coffee. I buy this coffee to use it in this. It's chocolate. better to eat than it is to drink. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she mentioned something about she thinks that other kinds of coffee are still better in this chocolate, but mm. I would say this would be a good use for the remainder of this coffee rather than using it in your cup. So would it be safe to say that Blackbeard's delight is actually chocolate sure all right <clears throat> i don't really understand the little image that's drawn on the front it's a skeleton with a spear what does he have in his hand his other th- hand throwing a throwing a spear at a heart it looks like a coffee cup mm. yeah drinking this coffee i can see i why can see why upset. it would give you a heart attack <laughs> a heartburn but yeah no, attack. It's attacking a heart. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right. What else do we have for today's episode? Uh, we finished talking about your sister's wedding. Yeah, uh, square foot gardening. Okay. Jeff, how's, SFGs. Your, square, how's your SFG coming along? Um, I don't know. It frosted lightly this morning, and I don't know, don't know what it did to my garden. Did you cover? I covered it last Friday night. With plastic? Mm-hmm, and it survived very well. I don't know what happened to it um, today. Man, what is up with the frosts? I know. It's just ruining we our lives might and killing have all of one our plants. Again. Might have one again tonight, but maybe not. Well, I got a frost warning from the uh, Weatherbug app, which, by the way, is an awful app. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's supposed to get down to 38, so I, I don't know why it would frost. What is a good weather app? <clears throat> the default uh, app that's on your phone, whatever that is. Just what if you want to look at the radar? Oh, Ooh. just Google uh, it. My radar. I, I, I don't even There's use an app apps. My radar. Yeah. Don't use apps. Just Google it and view it on your browser. I agree, Jeff. Kind of like Microsoft products. Oh my! Yeah. Well, no, let's not go into that. No. Layton's been working on IT I, I all day. Talk about any, <laughs> any Microsoft products. Not on this episode. In fact, never. Well, maybe once in a while. It's, when borderline, need... it's borderline talking about politics. Yeah, it's just offensive <laughs> and very uh, polarizing. Um, 
Here, well, I've got something that I'll bring us back together. Oh, good. We've got some feedback and advice from that dude Miller on Instagram. He said, Oh, that dude. Listening to the story of the plumbing problem, and I believe the issue could be solved with proper venting of those pipes. Seems like air is getting ah. trapped and not allowing it to drain fast enough. Ah. Like would that mean that forming. the smell would, would come out, though? No, not if there's a vacuum. I bet you. The smell would stay in that vacuum. You yeah, you're saying? right. It wants to suck. No, you can get vent, you can get vent things. All right. I bet you he's right. This is a very homemade plumbing. It's a very DIY plumbing situation is what it is. It seems oddly proportioned, like they just used what they had on hand. Like any good plumber. Like a good plumber. Plumber. They used whatever they had on hand. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking of uh, the, the, um, what is that, Allstate? No, it's not Allstate. State Farm. State Farm. Like a good plumber, they used what was on hand. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can try that, Jeff. Let us know how that comes. Thank you for the piece of advice. Um, yeah. It was Kyle Miller. I'll have to um, see what I can do about that. All right. Is it safe to just drill a hole in the end of the pipe? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. But why would you even question it? <laughs> I mean, wear, wear a mask. Yeah, N95. That should a, do it. A face shield. Mm. You could even do like welding masks. You're not supposed to buy the N95 masks right now because you're supposed to reserve those for healthcare workers. So it's my, illegal. My to wife have is one? a nurse, so I, I can buy one. But you're not. I know, but you have to share, Ruben. You have to share that N95 mask. I will. Well, you haven't let me try it yet. Well, not with you guys. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, I didn't say I bought one. I said I could buy one. Uh, I think. Here's my opinion, my latest opinion about coronavirus. Yeah. I wish uh, – no, I don't wish this, actually, but there is a certain be careful. amount this, of security. This episode in about 10 years will be dug up by Michael um, yeah. Yoder. Yoder. There's a, there's, a, there's a great amount of security uh, in the idea of having gone through the coronavirus because – I know they say that you can get it and then get over it and then get it again kind of thing. Who knows? But that's not typical of a virus. That's really not. Your antibodies for the flu. stay in your... Well, I mean, but it takes a year for your antibodies to come out of your system so that you can be susceptible to the flu again. Or a mutated version of the flu mm. could also get you, you know, yeah. a different strand of the flu. So, but so far... We know that the coronavirus is the coronavirus, and we haven't had much evidence of of it mutating. So there's a there's a there's a a decent level of security in knowing that you've had it and gotten over it, mm-hmm. and now you can't get it, <clears throat> and you can't get it again and give it to other people. Well, do you know that? That's that's that how viruses typically work. Typically, but now, we don't know that about this of, virus. There's a ton of controversy about that. A lot. I'm just I'm just applying I'm just applying the flu to this. Okay, yeah, go ahead. If this functions as most viruses do, just like the normal flu, you get it and then you're done with it and you can't give it to anybody else. So, like healthcare workers should get it so that there's a less chance of them giving it to their future patients, mm-hmm. or maybe they're working in a nursing home. And there's less chance of them getting, giving it to the old people in there. Or me, I would be like, I don't need to wear a mask. I can't get it, and I can't give it to you. 
because I already had it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally get it. And I, I would tend to, to think that way too. Um, but you still don't know. You don't know, but... Nah. You know, they used to have... Uh, a, I forget what they were called, but basically when when smallpox would... Co- I think it was smallpox. Chickenpox. No, it wasn't chickenpox. I mean, for, for sure chickenpox, but even something that... It was the measles. When it would come through a town, Oh yeah. people would have measles parties where they'd kind of get together, get I it think out of the way. I think you're right about smallpox. Was it smallpox? Well, yeah. I know that they do that with... With chickenpox. Chickenpox. Yeah. I, I did it as a child. There's. I, I wanted too. to. My mom didn't let me. Have Everyone you, else was getting to go to pox parties, but I couldn't. Did you have chicken pox yeah, in your life? I think I, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember having them. Yeah. No, I actually, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't even remember if mom had me go to a pox party or not. I really don't. I. But hey, if you want to get parents to argue, this is a great topic. Oh to yeah, for chicken sure. pox. Well, pox just parties. the, the pox, like the idea of <clears throat> trying to get your child. To really get if the there's an argument, past it. There's an if argument you, about it. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like the, there's, the ethics it's, it's of it. Very controversial. Like you're word. trying to get your child sick. I I absolutely. You're saying that in a way where you clearly disagree with that. Not uh, necessarily. Tradition. Yeah, you do. I don't know if I'm gonna do that with Leo. You don't. I might not. Well, have you thought about it? If you not don't, yeah. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't vaccinate your child. <laughs> If you don't vaccinate your child against chickenpox, you want them to get chickenpox, and the younger the better. So what you're saying is that we need to vaccinate so that you don't have to put your child at risk. <laughs> Either vaccinate them or get them to a pox party. But if you vaccinate, you are putting your child at risk. It's all of the aluminum. That's and another story. You're sick if you do, and you're sick if you don't. There's less data that goes with the anti-vax than there is with pox parties actually being effective. What? Pox parties aren't effectual? No, they are. I don't even know what effectual means. Effective, I meant. Oh. Uh, you have to be specific. But my wife said that, uh, I forget if it was her that got it later or somebody in her family got it when they were young and another family member got it when they were older, like like six versus 11, okay? And the older person was like literally couldn't deal with it. No, it was, it was, it was her sister. And, and she got it when she was little and like she was able to be she she had it for less time and she was able to be cared for better more easily and didn't have it as severely as her sister who was older when she got it how old was her sister 11 <clears throat> her sister was 11 or 12 when she wow. got it and it was it was relatively severe yeah and it's it's not fun no it's not i remember getting it as a <clears throat> child and i had it probably around first grade so somewhere around 6 7 8 so it was somewhere around there and I remember, yes, it was itchy and it was annoying, but it also passed pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And but if you're older, you get it a lot more severely. And if you're over twenty when you get it, I think I think twenty is kind of the threshold where wow. it becomes really severe and life threatening. I'm not don't quote me on that. Yeah. But you heard it here, folks. <clears throat> if you have small or chicken pox at twenty, you're probably gonna die. You're probably gonna die. Layton, you look like you're Ready to I, pontificate. Well, I just love I just love when people who are not experts on a topic talk about a topic because you know that they're just like. Well, what are we experts at? We're we are experts. We are experts at just throwing out. We are experts at throwing out facts that are not verified. We're experts at helping people live a full life <clears throat> by our listeners' own admission. We don't we, always say the right words. We are experts at knowing the flaws of using Microsoft products and also the, like 
the the pros of just using G like the Google products. <laughs> I mean, okay, like, so we do know that. I know that. <laughs> Ruben, you know that better than I do. I know it very well. Like the back of my so hand. the official throw away uh, your copy of Microsoft Word. Just do it. Case fatality rate switch for ver- varicella. What varicella is, is chickenpox. Oh, okay. Is it is the real thing? <clears throat> chickenpox. Okay. Uh, your mortality rate is twenty out of a hundred. Twenty percent of death if you're less than one. If you're between the ages of one and four, it's almost zero. And the same five and nine is slightly higher. Uh, ages ten to fourteen is uh, maybe around nine percent mortality rate. That's wow, really high. So you really well, want to get it? <clears throat> okay, and, and this is basing off of one to four on this graph. Looks like it's around five percent. So whoa, 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 what? Yeah. Whoa, wait. So say that, <clears throat> Jeff. You're saying one to no, four no, no, is no, about five percent. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong. I'm lo- <clears throat> looking at the wrong uh, end of the graph. My bad. That is incidence. That's how many kids had it. Oh, okay. It's not percentage. <clears throat> okay. The mortality rate. The mortality rate is deaths per one hundred thousand cases. Okay. Right. So less than one is four per hundred thousand. One to four is one. Five to nine is two. Ten to fourteen is three per hundred thousand, and then fifteen to nineteen jumps to around 6 per 100,000. So it's a significant jump. It's yeah. more than twice as likely yeah. that you'll die <clears throat> between ages 15 and 19. And then 20 plus <laughs> is over 20 per 100,000. So it jumps again it jumps drastically. very drastically. But <clears throat> 20 plus. The mortality rate that you were throwing out was exponentially <laughs> oh, yeah, higher. Yeah, yeah. No, no. No, but like 5%. Went from like, so the, it's 5% the one, death rate. I was reading, like, what? I was, I was like, I'm pretty sure I know someone that sense. has died then. That's yeah. insane. It's a it's a it, it's an incidence rate. Okay. That was a yeah. Anyways. Um okay, the, the, before the, the I predictions forget. you just put out are very similar to the predictions like the, the first time mm-hmm. when you were trying to read the graph are very similar to the predictions that they had about the coronavirus the first time. Exactly. And then when you actually like figured out how the graph worked and then put out the actual numbers. You think they just didn't know how the graph worked? Yeah, they were just like, we, we misread the X and Y. Oh, whoa. In the 1990s, 100 5% people, was actually 5 in 100,000. 150 people died of – up to 150 people a year died of chickenpox. Interesting. That's not very many. That's 150 too many. Yeah. So here it says uh, that's still too many. The chickenpox vaccine saves over a hundred deaths per year. The what? The chickenpox vaccine saves over a hundred lives per year. Very good. Which wow, actually isn't that impressive of a number? Not at all. I mean, not at all. Barely worth it. Hey, before I forget, uh, the chickenpox vaccine definitely not worth it. Like something like that. I don't know why there's a de- how there's a debate about it. Yeah, well, it's not like something like polio. Like polio, if you get polio, you can be you can be ruined for life. Yeah, but know? what are the chances of you getting it? Very low. But it is still. Do you a know thing. why it's low? Vaccination. Oh. Hmm. No comment. Anyways, we're not going to get into the anti-vax because we don't agree here. Uh, well, for sure, not with Jeff. 
No, I'm saying with, I, I don't. No, I don't know no, if we agree I, with each other. I, I am. I am purposely <laughs> not stating my opinion about vaccinations. Oh. So, um, let's move on then. And I alluded to to it at the beginning that we're giving away a free book. Ooh, so I love here, free stuff. Here's how you do it. Brian Locker was on last week talking about his book called The Debt Forgiveness Book. Yeah, you it's can, really good. You can listen get it, it. findingfreedomfromdebt.com. Oh, you're saying listen, listen to, to the, the episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was going to say, I don't think it's available on audiobook. Yeah. It, it's but. not. But you can buy it. You can buy it. And it's nineteen ninety five. Where? Um, at findingfreedomfromdebt.com. Oh, that website. Okay. But we're also, he's going to be giving away at least one, maybe two copies. And in order to be entered to win, you need to ask a question over on his website. So go to findingfreedomfromdebt.com, and then on the homepage, you can ask Brian a question. So ask him some kind of question about debt, debt. and you'll be entered uh, to win the uh, you'll be entered to, entered to win the free book. We'll Sweet. announce the winner June 2nd. June 2nd. So, so you got on the podcast? Yep. yep. Okay. So you'll have a few weeks. Yeah. Um, okay. What else do we have? I think <clears throat> that's all I have. We have some really interesting content in the brew hmm. uh, coming up next couple of weeks here. Should be fun. All right. I know of – we've got two guests coming up in the next four weeks. So should be um, some good times. Yeah. All right, Leighton, do you have any closing thoughts? I've got a couple of points. What is the point? The point is Ruben has found sriracha powder. Point number two. Jeff has pleasant neighbors. Point number three, Boss Darren is nosy. Point number four, Ruben isn't sharing his N95 mask with us. Point number five, Jeff is secretive about his stance on vaccinations. And what's our word of the week? Word of the week is pox. 